Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Do you mind if I tell you the story? Welcome to Clicking Balls Presents Kicks and Speckies. Kicks and Speckies is what I've decided to call it uh, in honour of uh, Spicks and Specks. So this is a bit of a muck around trivia game for uh, us for footy focus. And also because I love all those panel show games, that especially the Brits run. So thanks, Nick from Fulham. Yeah. Him on there. Yeah. So we've got a bunch of games that we'll go through and get some points and uh, see how we go and see who ends up uh, winning on top. Uh, so tonight's contestants, we've got Brenton, who's a Richmond supporter. Yep. Say hello, Brenton. G'day. And uh, a basketball aficionado that we'll go into later. Aficionado? Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> we've got Will, who's following the Essendon Bombers. Thank you very much. And Josh from North Melbourne. Yep. You're not from North Melbourne, but, you know, follow him. That's close enough. I've, I was at Kensington for a while. Nobody, <laughs> nobody admits to being from North Melbourne, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> not more than once. It's like saying, I'm poor and don't own a house. <laughs> so anyway, let's... Well, I am. <laughs> Let's get straight into it. The uh, first game we always play is the opening bounce. Uh, in this game, I open up a pack of AFL player cards, read off the back, and see if we can uh, guess who it is. So uh, we'll go one at a time. Brenton, you're first. Oh, shit, one at a time. Yep, that good no swearing rule lasted long. Yep, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> Would you like to know the number or the team? Team. Team first. All right, we've got a Geelong player. All right. Date of birth, 14th of the 9th, 1981. Previous club. Port Adelaide Sandful. Port Adelaide Sandful. So he's James played. Kelly. Hold on, I'll give you more. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Will it change your answer? <laughs> it better since he doesn't play. He's not at Geelong. <laughs> not a Geelong player. Doesn't mean he's going to change his answer. <laughs> That's a good start. This should this should put you in good stead. Three hundred and nine career games, sixty two career goals. It's got to be Harry Taylor. Hasn't played three hundred games. Nope. He hasn't kicked 60 goals either, I think. <laughs> so I'll better. tell you what, if, well, you, if you haven't got it from that, I don't think you're going to get it from the rest of whatever right. else I'll read out. Can we steal? Well, give, me yeah. a, give, me a, give me a chance. You know, All right. You've you got no chance. Yeah, 301 go. kicks, 183 handballs, 148 marks, uh, 380 effective disposals, 60 tackles. In one year? This is all last year. 60 tackles? Uh, uh how many free kicks do they get? <laughs> it does not say that. <laughs> no. The card is not telling me that. It's not telling me anything else at all. But he's a backman. He's a backman. Wow. You know who it is. Yeah, but... <laughs> Everyone else is screaming out this one. I think yeah. uh, Will or Josh put him out of his misery. Enright. Mm-hmm. It's Corey Enright. So Fuck Corey Enright. <laughs> <laughs> no card for you. <laughs> all right. Next up, Will. Yep. You ready? Would you like to know the club? Or the Guernsey number? Uh, give us the club. The club is the Saints. Alright. Alright, so we're looking for a Queenslander from the Saints from Morningside. Is it Nick Rewell? It is not. I knew that. That's why, <laughs> I, went, that's why I went straight to it. <laughs> Debuted in round eight, 2007. Has 128 career games, including 21 last year. 
So he averaged 15 handballs and 13 kicks. So that's, uh, let's say that's 28 disposals per game Jeez. last year. Average six tackles and four marks. Is he... And 72% disposal efficiency. Oh, that's and fair. It can't be Stephen. He's from Geelong. So is it Armitage? It is David Armitage. Oh, there you go. There we go. You win the card. You always get to keep the card if you get oh, it correct. Give it ah, you yeah. get to keep Fantastic. the card until I take it off you at the end of the day. Oh, just try and just try, man. just try. <laughs> All right, Josh. <laughs> club or number? Yeah, the club. Richmond Tigers debut round one, two thousand and twelve. His previous club was West Coburg and the Calder Under Eighteens. Eighty-eight career games, including twenty-three last year. Averaged twenty-five and a. Point eight disposals, fourteen kicks and eleven handballs, and six point three marks, and averaged three tackles last year for the Tigers. Twenty twelve. Yep. So he's youngin. Four seasons in. Well, there's a few youngins there. Um, well, let's see. Running around that, I would have thought. Uh, I don't even know where half the Richmond Tigers are from. Either they. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find their old men. A depressed state. Um, 25 possessions a game. He's a midfielder, obviously. Um, oh, let's think. I think he spent some time in the midfield. Yeah. Harry Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> That's an in-joke for them. <laughs> Only throwing up six tackles, though. He's a bit of a slack bugger. Well, he's better than Cochin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> by hey, by an infinite that. factor. He's <laughs> actually three tackles. Oh, six marks. <laughs> Still even a factor better than Cochin. Kicked, <laughs> kicked eight goals last year, and he has 34 career goals. 34 career goals. All right, run around the middle. Oh, I can't think of anyone fitting that. They're either so new or a bit older. Um, Martin. Is know. not Dustin Martin. No. Brenton, you get a point for this one. Can since, I? Since it's, uh, <laughs> since it's the Tigers. Sorry, did he debut for Richmond? In 2012? Round one, 2012. Plays around the midfield. Three tackles. Well, not many Tigers tackles, so <laughs> it's going to be tough. Well, it's not Basher because he wouldn't lay three tackles. No. He wouldn't get 25 <laughs> That's definitely overs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have a bit of a punt, and I'm going to say Brendan Ellis. Brendan Ellis, well done. There you go. There's your card. Yeah, Brendan Ellis. I, I wouldn't yeah, have thought. I, I thought three tackles. 25 possessions a match? Yeah, yeah, he gets plenty of the ball. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking useless when he gets it, but he gets it, so yeah, it's half the battle. Um, but uh, not a bad guess there um, for, for that one. I thought well, uh, I'd like to say it was skill, but it was a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't realise that uh, he, he's that young either. I yeah, he'd been around a little bit longer than yeah. that. Yeah, no, he's not younger. Twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's go on to round two of the great unboxing because I got more cards. So, yeah. Brenton, do you want the Guernsey number or the club? Oh, we'll go Guernsey number just because we've gone club the whole way around. Make so, it something yeah. different. That's yeah, right. That's do it. you know any Guernsey numbers? <laughs> no, that's why, <laughs> I, went club. That's why well, I went club the first that's round. Why, well, club narrows it down to 44, but Guernsey numbers narrows it down to 18. Yeah, yeah it's just well. If you, get if, a, if you know them. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. if you've got number 50, it's done. You uh, know who it is. I had to think about that sure. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Plays for North Melbourne. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but you didn't get number 50. You got number 10. No, balls. All right, here we go, Brenton. Number 10. Narrows it down to... Debuted round 4, 2012 from Quinns District WA and West Perth in the Waffle. I like how you said Perth. Yeah, I know. I'm really stuck in that one. West Perth. 
played 24 games last year. Played 24 games. 24 games. So year. he's 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 been there for just about the whole stint. Last year. Last year. 75 oh, in total. Sorry. I said he wears number 10. I didn't say he's playing for Frio. Okay. I said he's from WA. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Kicked 16 goals last year and 47 in his career. He averaged 19.9 disposals. Averages two tackles. 3.9 marks and has 76.9% disposal efficiency. And he wears number 10. Number 10 from Many guesses. West Perth. Hey? West Perth. West, West Perth. <laughs> All right. Well, if he's from West Perth, I'm guessing... Uh, sorry, when did he debut? Or? To 2012. 2012. So that's enough time for someone from West Perth to go to another club and then come home. Or so have kids. I'm saying he's definitely playing for West Coast or for Frio. So... I'm going to have a guess, and I'm going to go so with... Who wears number 10? Cam McCarthy. Coast. Oh, shit. <laughs> GWS. GWS. Does not wear number 10. Will, you're next in line. It would, would it be the man with the sensational tattoos from Fremantle, Michael Walters? It is not Michael oh, Walters. Oh, there you go. Josh, you got the last one. Oh, Cam Guthrie. I don't know. <laughs> I think 24, was, yeah. 24 games was the tip, which means yeah. he's played finals. And from WA, it's got to be Bradley Hill. Brad the Hill. Hawks. Oh, of course. God damn that man. He might not be playing much this year. <laughs> yeah. And no, I mean, I, broken wrist. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Genuine and and Guthrie wrist. had Ablett's number, so I knew it definitely wasn't him. So going the Guernsey number might not have helped. Will, mm. would you like the team or the Guernsey number? Uh, give us the Guernsey number, I reckon. All right. Number three. It's going to be a struggle. Should have, should, have go. gone the, should have gone for the team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Date of birth, 15th of the 12th, 1993. Mm-hmm. Debuted round one, 2012. Previous club, Upper Swan, WA, Swans Districts in the Waffle. Played 18 games last year for 62 career games. Eight goals, 21 career goals. Yeah. Where's number three? Definitely should have gone the club number. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I reckon I can give you the club, but it's still might struggle. <laughs> Uh, average 23 touches, 69% disposal efficiency, 5.4 tackles. Okay. And plays for the Giants. Plays for the Giants. And where's number three? Yep, not helping at all. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a pot shot? Go for a pot, sh- pot shot. So start with Will. You're uh, first. I don't even know any... His first name's Stephen. Can you oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I put it on the record that I would have got that? <laughs> yes, you can. You know what the thing is? I was going to say Steve Coniglio as a complete guess. And you would have been right. I had no idea what number he was or anything like that. All right. Last one then, Joshua. Uh, I want to go the team, but I'll go the numbers because everyone else has. Number eight. We've had good on the numbers. All been low numbers. Yeah, no, I'm fucked now. It's made it difficult. Date of birth, 14th of the 8th, 1990. Debuted round four, two thousand and nine. Previous club West Adelaide, South Australia. He's played twenty two games last year for one hundred and twelve all up. Kicked nine goals and sixty five for his career. Ooh, let's see, we twenty two disposals. I thought it would have been more, to be honest. Six tackles though, so he's a workhorse. Right. Mm. I did say where's number eight. So number eight, probably an in and under or off the back flanks. Um, let's see. Coming from West Adelaide. Wow. Um, it be a flog. I tell you what, he's got uh, the same initial for first name and last name. Extra clues coming out. Oh, he's only nine goals, so it's not Josh Schenken. Um Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Number eight, though. Uh, number number eight. 
Since when is number eight been a number you go for? <laughs> number eight. Crap. Bobby Gray. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, so he's not kicking many goals. We can, we can lock that in. He's uh, getting a bit of the ball. So he's either a, a, a really terrible forward or he's a, a half-back uh, wing, maybe midfield. He's from West Adelaide, so he's a bit of a fuckhead. <laughs> well, yeah, we can lock that in. This so, is all uh, sounding right. Um, I can tell you he does average 12 kicks per game, and I reckon none of them are under 40 metres. Yeah. Under 40 metres. All right. He likes a long kick. Thumping boot. His first name's Hamish. <laughs> McLaughlin. Hartlett. <laughs> Hartlett, yeah. Hamish Hartlett. So there we go. That ends uh, the opening bounce um, and uh, means I can put those cards away. I'm, I'm glad we set up that no swearing rule. That went down really well. <laughs> yeah, we got the power of edit. <laughs> Never mind. I don't think I'll bother. Um, so we go into, as we move out around one, we've got Brenton with one point and Will with just the one point. So that's a, it's a good start, I think. Yeah, we're all in just really cracking. I'm actually more impressed that you got so much dialogue out of reading the back of these cards because there's not a whole lot on there. I was really hoping there was more on there. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's no write-up on nothing, just a couple of stats and date of birth and where they're from. Yeah, poor. So I'm actually quite impressed that you've got enough of a little dialogue out of that. I'm not happy with the cards. To be well, honest. who's that? Select. Yeah. Select. Lift your game. Yeah, yeah seriously. A, official AFL Players Association cards as well. So yeah. you reckon they'd have a bit of a chat yeah. to them? They don't even come with any chewing gum anymore. No, <laughs> that, exactly that's right. just true. Actually, remember they were Stimroll. They were Stimroll cricket cards. Well, yeah, they <laughs> tasted like Denko rub, but uh... I still remember the taste of those chewies, and I yeah. missed them just because oh. you were a kid. It, it wasn't good. Let's be honest. I loved it only because memory goes back to like when you used to get them from. You know, yeah. or something? But it's like someone put a fisherman's friend in blue tack. I don't know what cards you got, Sounds but mine delicious. were like, like juicy fruit. But you got good ones. It only lasts for you know, oh, you 45 those, seconds. You got those fancy ones. And then you're pretty much chewing uh, liquid nails. I tell you, if I can do the old man thing, I remember the first pack of cards I got on a combined match in Mildura. Wayne Schimmelbush was in the cards I got, <laughs> and I was fucking stoked. <laughs> Jesus. See, I never really got into the playing cards, but the stickers. I did the stickers. Yeah. The stickers yeah, those stickers were awesome. Yeah. The huge book. And yep. the thing is, it kind of got ruined when I found out that you could just uh, send away, away and write and get the stickers that you needed. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it kind of took away the uh, the anticipation and excitement of opening up a fresh pack of cards. Mm. I used to love those stickers because I remember that the first year I got them too was Adelaide's uh, first year in the competition. So oh, their, yeah. their stickers was, these are who we think might play for them. <laughs> They got about half of them right. I thought it was cheeky that Graham Corns had his own player sticker. It's like Tony McGuinness. Why not? Yeah. It's old bastards. All right. So let's move on to round two is now join in the chorus. So in round two, what I've done is I've taken the team songs and I've put it through Google Translate a number of times. Right. Um, So, and uh, I'll read out the result, but any result that makes it too obvious, like it's in, says the actual team name or the, the team mascot. Just run it through Google Pigeon Jarrah. <laughs> I've replaced it with the university students. So right. the, the only team that's completely disappeared from the AFL or VFL. So we've uh, given them. And Carlton. Um, for anybody following along, <laughs> this one I've gone from English to Basque to Armenian to Samoan to Punjabi back to English. Oh. And, and it's still going to be better than the Fremantle song. So pretty much you've ended up with the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> that is how the Bible comes around. I hope one day this is worshipped. Um, so this one game, you'll need your buzzer. Um, which is just say your name. So it'll be f- first one through, yeah. and it'll be quick. All right. Quick on the buzzer on this one. You ready? Mm-hmm. O'Deenan St. Joan Walks. O'Sales Students Deenan. Will. Will? 
purely for the first word in that sentence. Mm. Is it the St Kilda song? Yeah, of course it is St Kilda. Yeah. <sighs> that one made it very, very yeah. easy. I was going for the trick. What, you didn't think it, uh, you thought the O came from the Samoan or from the Big J? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the saint part might have been a bit too obvious and I was like, eh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I'm on this one. Saint. Yeah, so I was, I was trying to get that saint rather than saint. But no, yeah. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, O. O just gives it away. Yeah. Yeah. I did notice uh, before the game on the weekend, uh, St. Kilda versus uh, Bulldogs. the Bulldogs. Um, Port Adelaide loved their, you know, never tear us apart. Yeah. But on the billboards, I saw um, they the Saints went for knock, knock. Who's yeah. there? Owen. Owen who? Yeah. <laughs> Owen the Saints. Yeah. And then they pipe it in through the through the speakers. The thing is, they started singing it like they just had a stroke or something. Yeah. Like, they Owen started, the Because they, they wanted it slow and building up, yeah. but I thought, Owen 2, that's your record? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Ooh, I didn't know if I'd go down that path. The thing is, it started off slow, then all of a sudden it was, Owen the Saints, go march it in. Owen the Saints, go march it in. And then bounce the ball. Because they got the uh, the message from Channel 7, mate. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> you better be ready because we're going. Wrap it up. All right, so Will gets another point for that round, and he's uh, two points up. Brenton's with one point, and Josh... Uh, He's, he's, I'm Tom and Moran. He's looking for draft looking picks. Looking at a donut. Yeah, we got <laughs> a donut. We've gone with no negatives for this game, so you're on zero. All right, so we move into the next round, which is turn in that team sheet. In this, I'm going to read out. Uh, we're going to bid. So we'll start with Josh, because you're uh, coming in uh, third at the minute. So yep. what I'm going to do is give you a tip on an all-Australian side. I'll give you a couple of clues, and then you're going to bid for how many names you need to hear before you can guess the year. So if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, whoever challenged you to turn in that team sheet gets a point. So we'll start with the clues, which is it had a Hawthorne coach and a Geelong captain. And to make it a little bit easier, I've only gone AFL era. So I haven't gone all the way back. So you know it's uh, uh, 1990 onwards. mm -hmm. So Josh, you got first. How many names do you need to hear? Eight. Eight names. Eight. That's uh, you, you could have gone twenty-two, but he, he's yeah. gone. Well, <laughs> bid strong, bid strong. Get straight into it. Eight Why names. Not? I'm going to pick these names too. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd like to go less for the sake of competition, but shit, man. Like, <laughs> Coach Hawthorne, Captain Geelong. That pretty much is from nine ninety onwards. So <laughs> I'm leaving with eight. It, turn in that team sheet. All right. Unless Will wants to go more. Uh, no, no you, you got to challenge him. If uh. you challenge him, that means if he names it, he gets the point. He's not, challenged himself. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if, if he can't get the year with eight names that I read out, Brenton gets the point. So poor old Will, you're just a bystander. I like this, this rule. I don't know how it works, but I like it. It's a bit like September for Essen and last year. Just last year? Or? <laughs> All right. We'll give you the names. Kale Hooker. Nick Malcheski. I better count. <laughs> Nathan Fife. I actually thought his first name was actually Nat. Yeah, no. Nathan, according to this. Robbie Gray. Hayden Ballantyne. Aaron Sanderlands. That's six names. Two to go. Nick Smith. Brody Smith. What year are you going for? Oh, I'm thinking 14 or 13. Um, I'll go 14. 14 is correct. Yeah, there we go. Well done. Eight names is all it needed. 2014, uh, bid strong. <laughs> there's was, there was some clues in there, because I think that, uh, especially uh, Brody Smith, I think that's the only year he's made it so far. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you uh, think I, it's just got to be recent, so it's got to be one of them. 
Well, yeah, as soon as it was Hawthorne and Geelong. Um, and, and, and Fife's in the, in the and squad. And Fife's in the mix. <laughs> but um, the fact that uh, it wasn't Goldstein means that 2015's out. Um, 2014 and 13, you know, Fife had great seasons both, but he had a bit of 2014. And now Chesky... Before that, before that, can't remember, so he's just went with 14. <laughs> now Chesky had a crap 2014, uh, 2013, so 2014 it is. Well, I mean, Hawthorne coach means it's 08. Yeah. Um, 13, 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. So narrows it down to four, but uh, yeah, picked it right on the nail. There Bang. we go. Turn in that team sheet. It's eight points. Josh. Jeez, I'm, I'm mm. loving it. Yeah, not eight points, just the one. Got <laughs> no, to ask the question. <laughs> but fair enough for asking the question. Not bad at all. All right, we move on to the next game, which is the Family Club. This is one of my favourite games. In this game, I'm going to give you two players that share a surname or a last name. I'm going to read out a stat or a significant uh, feature from their career. And you've got to tell me which one it is, uh, which one uh, that stat or feature belongs to. So this week, we've got Jack Dyer or Jack Rewalt. So two Tiger legends. Right. Captain Blood and uh, Captain Jack Rewalt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll start with Brenton on this one, uh, since you're equal last and uh, Josh you know, won the last one. So Jack Dyer or Jack Rewalt? Jack. Number one. Kicked nine goals against Essendon. Jack Whoa. Dyer or Jack Rewalt? If I told you the year, it kind of gives it away. Yeah, yeah. And I, I reckon... I, I was definitely at a game where Jack kicked... No, he kicked 10 goals. That was against Carlton. Well, he still kicked 9 goals. Go and Jack Dyer. Jack Dyer. Yeah. For 9 goals against Essendon in the 1944 prelim final. Yes. Yes. I know all Jack Rewalt's top scoring goal, uh, goal games, so i never had a good one against Essendon. I'm going with that. No, you're right. He's kicked 11 against GWS and 10 against West Coast. West Coast was it we saw. Yeah, it was too. He kicked it from all over the place, like right next to the goalpost, just bang. But it was always at the opposite end. I was so excited for that game to see somebody kick 10. So I think it's the only time I've seen someone kick 10. Well, the last time was we went and watched the shootout between Fev and Buddy. Uh, Who was that? Josh was at that. I was at that one. Yeah, I was at that one. Yeah. Yeah, when they ran out of beer and they've gone, oh, is warm beer all right? I'm like, no, it's fucking not all right. And then How the question is that? I know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, how about I just kill your like parents a, and yeah. call you Batman? No! <laughs> Bang your missus and sell your kids. Yeah. That's bullshit. All right. Shame on you, AFL. <laughs> I'm still fucking fired up over it. Round two of the family club, Will. I'm not letting it go. All right. Jack Rewalt or Jack Dyer. Yep. In his best season, kicks 65 goals. Warm beer, I tell you. <laughs> well, we haven't had a really good... Coleman year for a long time. Jack Rewalt has one or two Coleman medals. He has one. 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 And I don't think he got as low as 65 when he won it. And considering Jack Dyer kicked, what, eight or whatever? Nine against Essendon? Nine against it. Yeah, I'm going to go Jack Dyer. Jack Dyer. Actually, Jack Rewalt. Oh, his best five was his Coleman. That's 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 where he came last as well. Yeah, I remember that. you didn't come last that year, did Pretty you? Pretty sure we came bottom. I, re- I remember going to the final round of that year because um, it was Cousins' last game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Against Port Adelaide. Pulled his hammy. Yeah. And yeah. he still played because yeah, yeah, it's it's last game he was high. So, Jack Dyer's career best year is 65 goals. Oh, sorry, uh, Jack Rewalt's best uh, career, 65 goals. Really? Jack Dyer, 64. Really? Towards go. the end of his career, he played forward a lot by the looks of it. Especially, you know, nine against uh, Essendon. Yeah. All right, Josh. Here right. we go. Jack Rewalt or Jack Dyer? Once hit a Melbourne player so hard he thought he'd killed him. 
only to have a criminal lawyer and a patron of the club reassure him that it was only manslaughter and he could get him off. <laughs> well, it has to be dire. <laughs> it's dire. <laughs> so, not all these questions are hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was, it's pretty rude that the, the um, Melbourne members were giving him advice on, on these legal... Uh, no, he was a patron of uh, the Tigers. Oh, trust me, he was, was he? a fan. Yeah. It was... Uh, oh, look, there's a defence lawyer there at the Tigers. <laughs> It's yeah. the prosecutors that are at Melbourne. <laughs> I know. We're usually uh, witness or uh, well, the he defendant. Would been, he would have been in those in this situation yeah. or as an well. unwitness. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I see, didn't nothing. see nothing. I, didn't see nothing. Like, oh, I was watching an ant, and I was Davis watching me watching the ant. No, the no answer, chopsticks whatsoever. You got the correct answer. It was, of course, Captain Blood, Jack Dyer. And uh, if anybody wants to Google it, he told the he recounted the story on the Footy Show. Uh, once and he tell the way he tells a story in that you know that old man voice and yeah it's, oh, can I tell you a story and just yeah you got out here it's a great it's story it's probably gained a few details over the years as well as oh, most stories do every story should if yeah. you tell a story worse once after telling it you're a crap storyteller you're or you're right. drunk <laughs> alright so, uh, let's uh, tie things up so uh, halfway through uh, the family club so we move into the, the second round for each of you um, we're going, is this Jack Dyer or Jack Rewalt? Brenton, you ready? Yep. Tiger supporter. So you're on home, home ground for this one. Yeah, always nervous. <laughs> At home ground, you should Just be. like Richard. <laughs> <laughs> ready, ready to abuse the shit out of myself oh, if, if I lose. The best, best part not, is there's three of us, so you can't finish ninth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying this is leading into the question, but uh, has played in a winning team during the grand, during the finals. <laughs> <laughs> is it Jack Dyer or Jack Rewalt? <laughs> <laughs> wow I don't mind falling behind to this question this is great Jack's done some good things to other teams in finals so, so well I mean what this really comes down to do just, you want the point or not does, <laughs> does NAB count yeah. I want the point but there's a point of pride being that <laughs> I, I haven't seen this event unfold so I mean it's got to be Jack Dyer but well done are you 95 years Dyer. old dog years yes <laughs> What? All right. That doesn't work. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Math is hard. Okay, Will. We'll move on. Is it Jack Dyer or Jack Rewalt? Has played in at least 20 games in a season, seven seasons in a row. Jack Dyer or Jack Rewalt? Who's the durable one? So you got like Dyer. I mean, evidently from that last story, I reckon he punched a few boys here. <laughs> but, but on but, the other hand, no I don't think this, the tribunal system was as strong as it was. You said a secret handshake. Now. I would say that yeah. he would have only had one umpire in those days too. Exactly. And I think they took it at their word if they hit yeah. him or not. I'm and you know sure the Captain Blood. Yeah, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the MRP was in the pub after the game. <laughs> and, you know, you just buy him a few drinks. But Rewalt has been around for... But yeah, I'm going to go Rewald, I think. Did they have 20-round seasons back then? They did not, but they had finals, and he played in a lot of finals, mm, Jack yeah, Dyer. However, Jack Rewalt has played in 20 games in 2009 all the way through to last year. At least 20 games a season. There's some durabil- durability from him. Oh, considering effort. he just flails himself at you know six marks a game where he may or may not yeah. come within about six metres of the ball, that's pretty good effort, I think. I he mean, throws for, himself at it. Probably his first three or four seasons, the ball wasn't up his end a great deal, so you know, he had a rest. <laughs> he loves going to serve his energy. He eased yeah. his way into his AFL career. But you're right, Captain Blood, he says he's either missing one game through <laughs> one reason or not, here or there. <laughs> All right, so that's a point to Will there on that one. That's uh, very well uh, thought through. All right, last one for the family club, Josh. Jack Rewalt or Jack Dyer spent many years as a captain until being offered an upgrade to Commodore. <laughs> Jack Dyer or Jack Rewalt? 
Well, I don't think they had Commodores back when uh, Dyer was running around. I'm pretty sure they were still going with the uh, Monaros. Awesome <laughs> Monaros and Taranas. But um, I still think Dyer. Jack Dyer? Yeah. No, incorrect. That was a trick question. It was Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong one there. So it ends the family club. Uh, unlucky there, Josh. There was a little bit of a curveball. Well, I was there. half right. You should have known. should have known. <laughs> so that ends the family club. Check the scoreboard. Uh, Josh is on two, and Will and Brenton in the lead on three each. Just okay. means we'll move on to the next game, which is the Brown Paper Baggers. So in this game, I'm going to read out an off-field incident, or it could be on-field, but it's an incident All right. involving a club. And not involving, involving much footy. <laughs> Generally speaking. Well, um, if it's Essendon and North, we're both sorted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I'm going to do is read out uh, three different incidents, uh, either on-field or off, and give you three different clubs. And you've got to tell me which incident lines up with, with, with which club. Right. And seeing as it's called the Brown Paper Baggers, every time we play this, Carlton's one of the answers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first one, the round one for the Brown Paper Baggers, the clubs are Hawthorne, Collingwood, and Carlton. So incident number one. In 2009, this club's player was suspended for four matches after punching and kicking a teammate in an intra-club trial. Right. Incident number two, club sponsor TAC is fined... Uh, sorry. TAC, which sponsors the club, fines the club $200,000 when a player is found guilty of drunk driving. And incident number three, in 1933, newly appointed captain coach Fred Phillips dies from blood poisoning a week before the start of the season. Well, is that the Westboro Baptist Church? <laughs> <laughs> he is. No, everyone gets to answer on this one. Oh, really? But um, I know the answer. <laughs> he died um, from boils on his arm, which became infected because of the new dye used in the jumpers. So oh, he literally rough. died for the Guernsey. <laughs> Holy shit. So, I mean, I've heard people say, my daddy died for this flag. But if you literally die for that jumper, then yeah, that fair call, man. Fair Brand call. new captain coach gets, <laughs> gets yeah. blood poisoning from the die in the Guernsey. So I always went I the Bill Hicks like... route saying, hey, my flag costs fucking five bucks from army disposals. Just go buy another one. I feel like the myth of dying for your jumper is a lot better than the reality of dying <laughs> yeah, I of think your so. jumper. The theory is not as good in practice. <laughs> yes, that's, that's quite clear. Poor old Fred Phillips. <laughs> Uh, sorry, this reminds me of uh, Daniel Cormier, who is, is pulled out against John Jones in yep. their fight. And people were like, but you said you'd die to fight John Jones. <laughs> so, injury, you can't fight him? Well, die, dodgy hammy, whatever. <laughs> so, Brenton, you go first. Uh, Hawthorne, Collingwood, Carlton, A, B, or C. Well, so- the thing is, with just the first one, punching a teammate, <coughs> it kind of means you're not really teammates, you're punching each other. And that sounds like a Collingwood or a Carlton fiasco. Because Hawthorne tend to keep their uh, intra, 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 intra we, club. When we punch someone, we make sure they play for another team. Yeah, <laughs> usually, or you trade them out and then give them a fucking hide. Um, so the punch in the teammate, it's got to be. It's got to be uh, Collingwood <laughs> punching a teammate, Collingwood, Collingwood, where none of them have got to be mates because they're all cunts. So you'd want to punch them. TAC sponsorship fine 200k has got to be Hawthorne because they're the only people who do irresponsible things while driving or, <laughs> or uh, it's 2006. being on the road. Uh, yeah. And that leaves uh, Carlton dying from uh, blood poisoning because with an all blue shirt with no white spots, there's lots of dye, so I'll go with that. 
Well, you're zero and three. Yep. Nineteen thirty-three. <laughs> I think because the other two have got this one sorted. Yeah. Uh, Will, would you like to talk through? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Carlton are an absolute basket case. They yeah. are just a terrible club, and so they got the wrong, wrong Irishman. Yep, and Cameron Cloak is a really unpleasant person, apparently. <laughs> so I reckon they um, are the first as a punching teammates. Collingwood, out of those three, are the only one to have had TAC sponsorship. Richmond actually lost theirs as well because Jay yeah. Schultz um, decided to speed down Chapel Street about yeah, 90 k's an hour. For all, the liabilities Richmond, for all the liabilities of the Richmond team, I would have picked Jay Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> they all had a crack back then. We so that would be the TAC, which leaves Hawthorne as the, the poor old sap who yeah. literally died for his country. So, died for the worst jumper as well. For the died for a shit. poos and weeds yeah. jumper. Yeah, I'm on the same. It was, it was sepsis. Uh, Carlton Collingwood Hawthorne. And seeing as you named, uh, you, you, I think you got all the, the players correct there as well. It was Satanta O'Halfin as well. So I'll give three points uh, to Will and Josh on that one. So you, you've, you've worked through that one very well. To be fair, I'd punch Santanta or help him. I saw him too. <laughs> he was one. I remember he gave him a kick while he went down as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah laid into him. It was the best kick he had all season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's uh, that's round one for the brown paper baggers. Let's move on to round two. Our clubs are North Richmond and Carlton. Okay, so the first incident in 1993, they were fined nine thousand dollars for minor salary cap breaches. Jeez, I'm glad Essen wasn't part of that. <laughs> <laughs> Incident number two, in 1999, they were fined $12,000 and excluded from the preseason draft. And in 2009, two players were fined 20000 and the other 38 players were fined 10000 for posting a lewd video online called Boris the Rooster. Will, would you like to talk through your thinking here? Yeah, well, as we know, when Carlton... When Carlton breached the salary cap, they, they go hard. There's none of yeah. these sort of 9,000 sort of, you know, fines here and there. Um, when they breach the salary cap, they do it just to screw themselves for a decade. They so, do it proper. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Melbourne Storm, they build their own room dedicated to making these deals. <laughs> Very much the reason why this, uh, this game's called the brown paper bag. <laughs> so I'm going to take a stab and say it was Richmond who had the 9,000 fine and the pre-season draft and the fine, I'm not sure what it was for, but I really don't like Carlton anyway and I hate year 1999 <laughs> for obvious reasons. So I'm just going to say it was them. And I had a vague recollection of North Melbourne for making some stupid video and getting fined for it. Mm, yeah. Unfortunately, they lost their Red Rooster um, sponsorship through that one. <laughs> That's a real shame. Chicken, uh, squeezy chicken, fucking a uh, uh, Coles chicken or some shit. So they've so got real artistic integrity. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was a story of pathos and love loss. So <laughs> Richmond, Carlton North, and, and Josh and Brenton, would you like to change, go with the same? No, that's no. the correct answer. I'm changing it up. You're going to change it up? Yeah. Well, I mean, Richmond, <laughs> Richmond don't have enough money to go, or North Melbourne don't have enough money to go over the salary cap. So, so you're locking them in for C. Well, I actually think C might be North Sydney NRL team with Boris Deruda who put his dick in a dog or some shit. <laughs> they have had they use real life animals in their lewd sex acts. <laughs> yeah, I thought this might have been the the curveball one, the wild card. 
<laughs> the curveball's only in the family club. All right, all right. How, how messed up do you have to be? You're in a room full of women, you're like, oh, fuck the dog. Like, <laughs> have you seen those women up in North Sydney? Are they... Well, actually, they might. The dog. What sort of dog are we talking about? Yeah, I can't remember what breed it was. Can you Some tell bitch. us what the answer is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Brenton, would you just like to lock in your answers? All right, I agree with Will. Uh, you get one correct. It was actually Carlton that had the minor salary cap breach oh, in 1993. Go. Richmond, who, uh, again, another minor salary cap breach in 1999 and cost them a couple of draft picks. Oh, there you go. And the lewd video, Boris the Rooster, was um, part of the early social media efforts from North Melbourne. Um, it I remember was, Drew Petrie talking about that one. I, I believe he was one of the ones that was uh, mm-hmm. the, the bigger fine. Yeah, probably because it was all filmed with a potato it looked like a two megapixel camera well they can't afford much else I don't know. No. <laughs> the reception is shit down north that, uh, I north think it was, too. it was very lucky for them to get any um, exposure back in, the, in those years mm. for them um, <laughs> especially uh, when you're fine in north melbourne you've got to feel guilty don't you the poor lads haven't got <laughs> yeah. that much left in well, the that's, that's the silly thing it's like alright we'll find you 80 bucks it's your money anyway bloke <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Eddie Rick, who was the person that they had to go tell Boomer Harvey, mate, we're taking money off you? <laughs> I'd find him first. I'll, I'll tell you what, I don't think they find that person anymore. <laughs> He'd be Scrooge McPlatypus. He, he guaranteed would have been kneecapped because Boomer was angry and that's all he could It would have been a headbutt to kneecap. <laughs> all right, that ends the uh, the brown paper baggers. Um, we'll check the scoreboards there. We've got Josh on six. Will on seven and Brenton bringing up the rear on three. Very poor round there, Brenton. You, you don't like the brown paper baggers. Don't like the off-field incidents. Likes to keep it on field. Well, I mean, when you're given the options of North Richmond and Carlton, it's much for muchness and it's hard to pick who's the dodgiest. So. And also, always Carlton. And there wasn't Carlton. a message yeah. of chopsticks or anything. So. Yeah. And also, being a Richmond fan, I'm sure your head would have exploded if you found yourself in the lead at any time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I would have found a way to mess it up. So, talking about uh, dodgy off-field antics, um, I do happen to know that uh, you ha- hold a 2000 Broken Hill Women's Under-16 Premiership medal I do. in basketball. Yeah. Wow. I'm a bit of a fan of beating up women, so I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what happened how, was... How did you get the middle? <laughs> being from a, a small little country town where I uh, love playing basketball, but for all the rep games, we have to go interstate, so mainly to Mildura in Victoria or to Adelaide in South Australia, coming from New South Wales. And going against the uh, people from the city, the women would always do better than the men because the men were obviously a lot smaller than the, the grown-ass men from the city, whereas women's games... Not as talented, so you know, not they as were, athletic, we'll not as athletic, not as talented. They do a lot better than us, uh, comparatively. So, what happened was that the, the guys who actually coached the women's team for our under 16s grade they thought they were actually pretty good, so they challenged the, the guys to a game of basketball and they said that they'd be able to beat us. I think there's one important factor you're, you're uh, neglecting as well is that the guys that coached them had daughters. Yeah, that's true. So, so there was yeah. a lot of focus on the women's yeah. uh, All, juniors. The whole uh, basketball basketball sort of program was built around the women because they did the best when we were going to state. And actually went to the head and they, were, they actually said that those girls would be able to beat us. So what they did is they actually had a graded competition where all the girls were divided up into teams, uh, supposed to be fairly, so that you have like an M competition and everyone was supposed to grow. And so they actually told the men's under-16s that they could have one team in their women's competition. Which happened to be yours. Which, which was us, of course. So we so, picked like our team. So a combined men's team, under-16s, versus a diluted amongst six other yeah. teams, women's team. And the thing is, the coaches actually had bets that the women would beat us. And so we get to the first game. Speaking of hating money. Yeah. <laughs> we get to the first game. 
was not even close. Not even close. Like, we won by, it had to have been 40 points. And then they've gone, all right, well, luckily that's not our best team. So <laughs> we got against the best team and just dished them up. And so we went through the whole season undefeated. And at the end, we had to have, like, the head coach of the women's, um, the director of the women's basketball uh, program, yep. whatever, had to hand us the little plaque of women's uh, under-16s uh, graded competition winners to the men's team. <laughs> to, the under yep. six, to the teenage boys. So I still have that trophy uh, or the little, uh, yeah, trophy on in my little collection. My favorite one as well, just yeah, for the course. story behind it. <laughs> and so the next season, they decided, all right, so you guys, you're all right. Let's not do that again? Yeah. <laughs> so they divided us up into, they had a mixed grade competition where we were in the women's teams. And so we'd pass the girls until it come down to the last 10 minutes and it was close. They were like, all right, we're going to win this game. But then you play on two on two yeah. with spectators on the court. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm double, you know, crossing up women and ankle breaking them. And, yeah. You really feel sorry for the girls though because they've done nothing wrong there. Uh, this is true. And <laughs> the thing is, been thrown under the bus. They knew that they weren't going to win. Yeah. The girls knew that they were not going to win. They're yes, not silly. Yeah. They've dealt with us in classrooms. <laughs> <laughs> they've put up with your advances before. Uh, yeah. Uh, you've got the police report to prove it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next game. The next game I've called Wearing the Red Vest. So in this game, it's it's a game of odd man out. So I'm going to give you three players, and you have to guess what, which one is the old one out uh, for one point and why for a right. point. Now, obviously, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, it's got to be something better than... Racism. Yeah, <laughs> something better than the obvious. No, racism gets you a point. Always gets you a point. Um, so it's really, there might be lots of reasons why there's yeah. an old man out. But it's really which one have I written down? Tyrone Vickery. <laughs> All right, let's start with uh, round one. So uh, we'll start with Brenton because you're way behind right. and you've got no chance of winning. Um, Nick Rewalt, Brett Deledio, or Bryce Gibbs? Who's your man out? Well, um, Bryce Gibbs is still a teenager or something, so he's free. <laughs> I think two of those are fictional characters. <laughs> um, let's see. Nick- what, do you, what do you know about the three of them? Well, the odd one out, it's got to be Nick Rewell because he's played anywhere past the preliminary final. So <laughs> He's the only one that's won a final. Odd yes. one out for a good reason, but still you're playing for St. Kilda. So it could be Deledio because he's, he's probably options. played the most, yeah, probably played the most games without winning a final. Yeah, I'm going to say Bryce Gibbs yeah. has won a final. Yeah. Easy. I, I tell you, it's not the reason I've written down. But yeah, no, that is I think, I've, I think I've got this right twice already, but not for the right reason. No, you, I'm going to say you have got two correct reasons, um, two correct players, two correct re- reasons. So in that case, I have to go. Who did I miss out? Bryce Gibbs is, is your third option. Bryce Gibbs. Oh, here, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go Bryce Gibbs because he's the only person that's played final, uh, won a finals. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. No. Nick Rewalt played grand finals. So you're, yes. you're going with Brett Delidio because he hasn't won a final. Yes, that's what I'm going with, yeah. All right. Can I go with Bryce Gibbs because he's the only one to, like, mail in a season after he got a big contract? Oh, <laughs> uh, Delidio? I don't know. Eh, not to Bryce Gibbs. <laughs> not to that level. <laughs> Certainly not yeah. to that level. I think Nick Rewald and uh, Deledio have both seen the sun before as well, so it's very puts him. <laughs> he's, he's pale. He's pale. He's, he's not the palest. Josh, would you like to weigh in? Um, Rewald, Deledio, Gibbs. I'm, uh, I'm going to pick Rewald because no one else did. I'm just trying to think what uh, sets him apart. Uh, only bloke to sit in Sammy Newman's chair. It's sit in Sammy Newman's chair? Oh, yeah, on he, the footy show. Is that Nick or Jack? 
No, it was Nick. Was it? Okay, I, I, I yeah. don't know. No, I, I remember it was, uh, I think it was during his rookie season. He's just, uh, Sam Newman's got the shits, pissed off. And uh, he's like, oh, you can take it then. And Revolt sits down, grabs a banana, puts his feet up, has a bit of a chew, looks around. Yeah, enjoyed the enjoyed the day. So that's uh, that's my excuse. And right. the fact that you know what I'm talking about means that I'm probably wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll give you a point for spotting that. <laughs> Because that was correct. I, I did not know that. Um, Brenton, I'm going to give you a point because you came up with a, a, a reason that was um, Brett Delidio, but it wasn't the reason I wrote down. But yeah. it is uh, correct nonetheless. Uh, and Will, you get one point for the correct answer in Bryce Gibbs. You don't get two points because you didn't get the right reason. They're all number one draft picks. Mm. This is but the... Bryce Gibbs did not win the Rising Star Award. This is mod oh, Really? There you go. So uh, there you go. So I should have maybe might have been in a better clue when they have something specific in common. Um, as being number one draft picks, but the difference was Bryce Wibbs, Bryce Ribs. Jeez. I think, I'm, I think <laughs> the, the, pre- the, pre- the Bryce the Gibbs. Correct. I'm going to say, I'm glad you caught it too. <laughs> the correct pronunciation is Squibs. <laughs> I got there in the end. Unless it's a contract year. You're right. All right, round two. So remember, something in common, but something that sets one of them apart. We got Tony Lockett, Mal Michael, and Paul Salmon. Uh, Josh, you can go first on this one since uh, Will, uh, Brendan went first on the last one and Will's out in front. All right. Common thing. They've both played for two clubs. Tony Lockett, Mal Michael and Paul Salmon. So all three of them. Yeah. yeah. All three of them, yep. Yep. Um, only one of them retired before going to a second club, which would be Mal Michael. Mal Michael you're going for? Yeah, he retired and went to a second club. The uh, other Will, two didn't. They went straight to a second club. Will, what would you like? Well, all three played for two different clubs and they all had quite long careers I reckon it is Paul Salmon because he was the only one to go back to his original club before he retired not a bad effort there not a bad effort Brenton how how do you like how do you read this one so we've got Salmon Salmon Mal Michael and Tony Lockett. See, I, I've got to say, thinking Will and Josh before you are on the right track. I'm going. Mal Michael and Tony Lockett have both kicked a score after the siren to win a game for their team. And I don't think Simon has. You reckon Mal Michael has? Wasn't he the one who kicked it from fucking? No, that was. Yeah, Ash that McGrath? was Ash, Ash McGrath. Yeah. yeah. In his 200th, the miracle on grass. Yeah, that's right. Mel Michael kicked a goal for the other team. That's right. All right. I'm going to go. Yeah. Mel Michael, the only person who kicked a goal for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is you're all thinking along the right tracks. It's about retiring and coming back. Mm. So I've given you a point, Will, because. Uh, you were sort of right uh, in that Paul Simon went back to his original club. That's what I live for, being but sort of right. Sort of right. <laughs> uh, I'm married, I don't even get that. <laughs> uh, Mal Michael was the correct answer. Um, so you get a point there, Ben. I gave you a couple of points, Josh, because you're so close to it. Um, but uh, they all returned after retiring, but Mal Michael did it within one year. So <laughs> he didn't miss a season at all. He retired. I should have known that. And then came back, yeah. he came back uh, two weeks later, whereas uh, Paul Salmon sat out, I think, one year, one and, year. and Lockett sat out one or two yeah. before they came uh, back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but very good. You're all along the right lines. You're all thinking in the right areas. We all had a lot of reasoning, which was surprising. And like I said, there's always a reason why somebody's uh, in the red vest and left <laughs> out. So... Uh, so we move into the final game here. Uh, oh, shit. Brenton's on four points. 
Uh, Will's got eight and Josh has got nine. He gets Shit. a couple of points in that game for uh, getting the right answer and being so close to the right reason. So we go into the final round. Uh, Brenton, you're coming dead last. So uh, you get. May as well compound that. <laughs> the final round is called All the Premierships are Cakewalk. So in this one, I'm going to give you the choice um, in uh, in which uh, premiership team we, we speak about. Right. And, we'll, and you'll start off. You've got to name a premiership player from that side. And we'll keep going through one by one until you can't name. And then you drop out. And right. It's, it's worth, uh, worth 20 points this game. So it turns out it's quite important. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so, Brenton, would you like a team that defeated the Eagles or a team that defeated the Swans? Got to go a team that defeated the Swans. I'm guessing they're the same team. The same team that defeated the Swans? And the Eagles? Uh, no, it's not. No, no, no. You lose. But, <laughs> but I did take uh, 20, 2005 and 2006. Right. So the team that beat the Swans was, of course, uh, the 2006 Eagles. So right. 2006 Eagles, Ben. Let's, uh, let's name a premiership player. A premiership player? From that side. Name a player from that side. From Hang the on. 2006 Eagles. Who won the match? No, just name a player from that side. Oh, sweet. Brent Staker. He's not a premiership player, but play for that squad. Okay, you're out. In <laughs> oh, damn it. He played in 2005. Oh. So, Will, name a player. Uh, Chris Judd. Chris Judd was the captain of that side. Uh, so that's one down. Josh. Ben Cousins. Benny Cousins should have been the captain of that side. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly put in the extra uh, preseason. Oh, he, was, he was flying high. Yep. Running away from the cops. Will? Uh, Danielle Kerr. <laughs> Danielle Kerr. <laughs> I was, yeah. Why I not? Know I was going with that, but <laughs> <laughs> why, not? why not indeed? <laughs> Daniel Kerr. Josh? Uh, 2006. Running <laughs> run dry already. Um, oh, we've got Judd Kerr and Cousins down, so there's the midfield. Cox. Dean Cox, of course. If you're Very talking good. about that midfield, I mean, mm, that just have to, yeah. rounds them out. Will? Uh, I'll have to go the fingerless sensation in Daniel Chick. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think he could be out. <laughs> Is he out? No, he played on half forward flank. Oh, Ooh. you had me there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, I had myself. <laughs> All right, Josh. Oh, still going. Um, okay, thinking around. Who else was playing in that side? It, it's, it's actually Vic Bias that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to, to think of it. Um, Quinton Lynch. The big Q stick, playing full forward in a premiership side, which is good because he was bloody useless when he went to Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> What's he premiership full forward, Quinton Lynch. Will. Well, we went through the midfield, but we haven't gone through all the midfield yet. So, Andrew Embley. Embley played on the wing. Named nice. on the wing for the premiership side. Did he win the Norm Smith? Did I just make that up? He did one year. Yeah. Um, I think it was that year. I don't that's think he won it the year before was Judd. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think yeah. it was Andrew Embley. Give him a point. Yeah, <laughs> give him a point. <laughs> point for David Norsmith. <laughs> well, fair enough. That makes it all even. So yeah, still, whoever wins this game wins. <laughs> Josh, have we given you enough time to think of another premiership player? Yeah, not quite. From 2006. <laughs> um, 06, geez. Uh, worst fold. Was the coach. Yeah, very good. Thanks <laughs> yep. for telling us the coach. Job done. <laughs> now, now I'll ask for a player. Um, <laughs> worst one is I was serious. Um, no, he played in their first leg. But um, oh, who was running around the back line? 
everything. We haven't touched the back line yet. Mm, We've gone 06. all over the centres. Uh, was Gardner in there at that time? It wasn't the back line, but uh, I don't know if he'd come over yet. No, I'm going to go with Gardner. Gardner was not. Uh, Did not play really? in the forward line. Really? There you go. I better double check that. I think I am right. Uh, there is no Gardner. All right. So, Will, you win that one there and the go. game. So, we'll go through some of the names you missed out. Darren Glass. Wirrapunda, mm. oh, yeah. uh, of course. Bo yeah. Waters. Um, yeah, I thought of Wirrapunda, but I, I I wasn't sure how to pronounce his name. So, I, just, <laughs> I back out because Wirrapunda, Wirrapunda. I don't know. We've got uh, Sam Butler, who's still running yeah, around. he's still around, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Mark Seeby and Drew Banfield, of course. Um, Banfield. So, Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ashley Hanson. Did I say Bo Waters? Yeah. Adam Selwood. Hunter. Hunter, yeah. Ashley. uh, Adam Hunter. Yeah, Yeah, playing center half back. I hate that guy. So he had a few in reserve, so I was cactus. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Will. Uh, that's That's a clean win. Um, Thank you. 2006 Eagles. Cheers. Um, and that'll do us for our first episode of Kicks and Specky. So uh, your prize can be, uh, you get to keep the, those cards I threw at you earlier. Fantastic. All are right. they worth anything? Yeah, of course they are. Hey, another one. AF- worth plenty. <laughs> <laughs> AFL cards, mate. They're, Enjoy that one. They're worth, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's priceless. Trust me, you yeah, better David still- Armitage card signed by Clicking Balls. How, how <laughs> not? One of a kind. You better swap them for kids' lunches all over the state. All Alcohol right. at all? No, no. Oh, it depends no. which Swiss school you go to. All right, thank you very much, and uh, hopefully we'll do a few more kicks and speckies, and uh, we'll get a few more people in because I don't think Josh and Brenton are going to win in one. No. <laughs> all right, cheers. Thank you, mate. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 